Welcome to another episode of the Mind Takeaway podcast, the podcast that helps you develop your leadership skills and create a thriving workplace culture. I'm your host, Mira. And I'm your host, Peter. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the fear of failure. Yeah, one of the most common fears, especially for leaders, especially for people who are attempting or want to do something different than what they have been doing so far. And uh, so fear of failure, fear of making mistakes, fear of, um, fear of being criticized, they all kind of come together in the same basket and are stemming from a belief that if we do something wrong, if we fail, that we won't be able to, that we will be criticized and we won't be able to recover and we will be pushed away from society, that we are not good enough in a way. Or maybe the failure will be so catastrophic that we can't bounce back, that we won't be able to do our jobs, we won't be able to have a business anymore, we won't be able to have a career, that kind of thing. Well, I can tell you a story about my previous music career. So back in, I think it was 2005, I was in a band, we had a studio, I was DJing quite a lot, and we were offered an opportunity because we were playing at most of the big festivals back then. And we did a showcase for what you could imagine has been the biggest labels in the world, all of the A&R people, the who's who of the music industry, and we did a gig that was labelled as the A-list bands, the top, the cream of the cream at the time for the Womex Festival. And this event was called Off Womex, and it was in Newcastle in the northeast of the UK, and it was a big thing. I mean, it was a privilege to even get the slot in the first place. We'd already, the backstory is, a director of the venue called The Sage had made it kind of happen because we'd already been doing some projects with kids there. My studio partner, Mando, had been doing lots of wonderful work there as well, so we had good currency. So anyway, we were offered this gig where all we had to do for 20 minutes was do half of what we normally do on the live circuit, and there's a good chance we would have got signed by Sony, EMI, you name it. They all would have been fighting over us kind of thing. And we completely messed it up. It was one of the biggest failures at that point in my life, in my music career, for me as a professional musician. And honestly, at the time, I thought it was catastrophic. I thought my life was over. It was so terrifying, so traumatic. And when it happened, there was tears. There was even a bit of fisticuffs <laughs> backstage. We were very annoyed at each other, sad, you name it. We're blaming each other. No? Yeah, blaming each other, saying our lives were over, this, that and the other. But what if I was to say that that was probably one of the biggest lessons, the biggest gifts, the most positive experiences that I've ever gone through in my life. And it really set me up to understand that all all action that we take everything that we decide to do that you know we're brave enough to even attempt or try 
there's always going to be the gift of learning. And obviously at the time, if you do mess something up or you make a mistake, and again, you know, who's measuring? And obviously for us at this case, we, I can tell you that that gig was terrible, probably the worst gig of our lives. I had an out of body experience on the stage. One of our key band members was missing because unfortunately at the time he was struggling with his mental health and alcoholism and addiction, etc., etc. Uh, so I can tell you that in terms of measurement, it was there. The world's best music professionals were in a room and the seas parted. And me and Mando on stage with Chef, we were basically having nowhere to hide, wanted to just finish the gig, and it just got worse and worse. But afterwards, you know, when there's a bit of distance, weeks, months, and even years passed, lots of things happened because of that particular learning, that particular experience that I had in my life and honestly one of the biggest things that it taught me is no matter how you fail no matter how far you fall you can get back up and you can be convinced and you know see things as so binary black and white that you know this failure will wipe me out that's it my life is over but it's not the case we can always bounce back we can always have different opportunities we can always see things in a different light and part and parcel of me having such a big failure at that time and thinking for example my music career was over was that you know fast forward to 2011 i started djing again professionally i started doing many gigs i had studio time and then suddenly I'm playing on the main stage of festivals again. So that's it. I mean, people, what you need to understand is, even if someone says, ha ha, you failed, you're a failure, actually it's never worse, or at least this is my experience, it's never worse than the kind of things that you say to yourself. The limiting self-belief that you can have for yourself, the limits in self-talk, the narrative you can create that you're not good enough, you're rubbish, who who was I to even try these things, etc, etc. These are the things that get in the way more than any external judgment. Mm. And I can honestly tell you at that time, it was interesting because other than the, ven the venue director, she was obviously upset for us and she was kind of annoyed that we didn't take it seriously and we messed the sound check up and it was just a catastrophic gig but even after you know the weeks passed she was also very compassionate and you know no one was judging us no one was saying ha ha you're a failure you've messed up your music career but actually all of the toxicity came from our own internal dialogue mm. and and because we are so scared of that dialogue we often don't even notice that we are that we are holding ourselves back and we don't even notice that we are scared of getting out of our comfort zone and doing things that we want to do it looks to us that we don't want it it looks to us oh i'm absolutely fine here where i am and some people are you know it, it's absolutely fine but it, it is really looking in and see if you're stagnant in life, if you're not feeling where, where you are, if you would like to do something better, 
and and if you notice that you're holding yourself or the other thing is blaming others because you are where you are uh, that is probably the fear that it's it is there it is holding this boundary around you uh, in between you where you want to be that comfort zone and it's not even you don't you don't feel it as a fear you feel it as it's not possible it's somebody else's fault it is um i can't do that and and I just need to be, you know, stay where I am. And that's why we say it's really important in leadership to not be scared of it. Uh, you know, things will happen. Nobody's saying that, you know, you, you might mess it up. But as Peter said, it's absolutely fine. That's what humans do. You know, that's part of the learning. He would never have done other stuff afterwards and he would never be doing what he's doing now if that hasn't happened. So it's it's uncomfortable, it's painful, it's, you know, there's lots of grief and loss and all of these uh, emotions that we are going through afterwards. But if you can see that as just a, as, as part of it and actually being compassionate to, towards ourselves, uh, then maybe, maybe we can do more than than we think we can right now. And it's interesting and a tricky one because if you want to reduce the fear in failure, looking ahead and thinking, oh, I can't try that, you know, it's too difficult, it's too risky, you know, there's implications. And yeah, there are implications, but there's good implications, even if it's, like I said, a big failure. The implications are that you will learn from doing that experience. You will grow in confidence, even if it makes you deeply uncomfortable and you think that it's wrong in the moment. When you get a bit of distance, when you can reflect on the experience of trying new things and taking that role that you don't think you deserve or getting more involved in that project that you didn't think you could have confidence to deliver on, it's only when you go through this that suddenly your confidence grows. You can, you know, there's lots of self-development out there that says you can develop your confidence before and all of this stuff. But what we found is that's quite hit and miss. You know, you just have to accept the fact that there is a likelihood that you could fail. But what if it was okay to fail? Yeah, what if failure is actually the best gift you can give yourself. In fact, all of the stories of success, when we've interviewed really successful people in the world of business, in the world of leadership, sports people who've broken records, like we talked about in the previous episode, the backstory is they've failed quite often. I mean, Mira's friend who broke the 600 meters world record back in Crystal Palace, I think it was what, 1968, her Olympic uh, achievement was a failure in you know yeah, you could, she actually walked out of the race and it just didn't work out for her but it was interesting what she told Mira was that you know you pick yourself up you get back yes in the moment I was upset that I didn't get an Olympic medal but I'm still going yeah and and so this is where you know, I think one of the things that we need to understand is that the things that we are doing, we shouldn't be doing it for approval of other people. We need to understand that we are doing them for ourselves. And 
and that is also you know once we understand that is easier to go for it and i don't know if we did an episode about this Mira. maybe you could tell me but one of the biggest things that holds people back from trying new things and taking risks and just accepting that failure is part and parcel of learning and the human experience is what others think of them. Mm. And I think we've talked about this quite often, that we, we like this saying, I don't know where it came from, but what others think of you is none of your business. And what we mean by that is that we cannot change the narrative of what people think of us inside other people's heads. You know, and if we spend and burn through all of that energy and create lots of stress for ourselves, and it also damages relationships, trying to course correct others' view of what we think they think of us. And when you think about that, how tricky is that? I mean, what a mess is that to try and control in the first place? And actually, when I realized this in some of my earlier leadership roles, that I cannot control what other peers think of me i can't control what my boss thinks of me but what i can do is acquit integrity what i can do is learn from my experience be open to the fact that sometimes i can make mistakes be open to the fact that i can learn from my experience and that will give you a better narrative than trying to control what others think of you and what when we've worked with leaders that have burnt themselves out had absolute stress and, and anxiety because they've been desperately trying to create a version of themselves that just it just isn't possible to sustain you know people will think and feel whatever they think and sometimes they're going to be wrong and even if people do do judge you you know there's not much you know the bad news is we can't really stop them from doing that but the good news is like i say we can act with integrity we can be authentic we can decide to be the leader that we want to be and one of the big things is also be have compassion towards our, ourselves have have even compassion towards this narrative this voice in our head who is judging and criticizing us the most so i think that's a good place to leave it yeah compassion for yourself will always put you in good stead for taking action because you will fail often. We fail quite often. I mean, we've talked about it quite often, some of our calamities, you know, growing our business. But if we hadn't have gone through some of these mistakes, these failures, we wouldn't be talking to you now. We wouldn't have learned. We wouldn't have the rich experience of learning from doing. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, as usual, let us know what you think of this one. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.